Hello, word nerds. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this brand new episode of the dictionary. There was a brand new one yesterday, and there will be a brand new one tomorrow. Uh, so a number of episodes ago, probably five to ten episodes ago, uh, I mentioned that I was going to talk more about this thing in the next episode, and I totally forgot. So this is in relation to when um, I went to L.A. for the weekend. The main reason why I went, which sounds incredibly weird to say out loud every time I do it, uh, was to be a guest on the Weird Al, Weird, no, Weird Alphabet podcast, um, I won't go into a lot of detail about this, but um, I did have a great time talking to those guys. We ended up recording three episodes. Originally, they said it was only going to be one, um, and then we added another one a few days before I left, and then uh, we added a third one the morning of, and that was great. Um, Let's see. The first one of the three has already aired. Um, It is uh, Weird Al's song, uh, Theme from Home Improvement. Um, it has an alternative name, but it's basically a parody of the Friends theme song, the TV show Friends, um, and it's kind of about home improvement. It's more about just being a handyman that really than anything, um, but this was never on one of his albums. Um, he's just played it live, I think, and at the airing of this episode, which is October 18th, um, there probably has been one more um, episode from the Weird Alphabet. It is the theme from Rocky 13. Uh, yes, Rocky 13. So that was a lot of fun. Go check out their episodes. And I don't remember if I mentioned this, but I was actually a guest on another podcast talking about a different piece of piece of what? A different uh, band. They might be giants. I know I've mentioned them a lot. Um, So this episode is called Fibber Island. That was the song that we talked about. It's one of the kids' songs, actually. Um, The podcast is called This Might Be a Podcast, hosted by Greg Simpson. Uh, So that aired a couple of weeks ago from the time of this recording. And we recorded a second one, which probably won't air for many months. Um, But if you like their music, go check that out. He's, uh, he does a really good job, good job um, talking about every single song with a guest. Um, and while I'm at it, I'm going to plug another They Might Be Giants podcast called Don't Let's Pod. Uh, that is also a very good podcast. They sort of take a different direction in how they attack the music. They kind of go album by album. But there's a ton of research that is done. It is very, very well done. And it's absolutely worth it. I think to get the full picture of who They Might Be Giants are, you really do need both podcasts. You get a wide range of information. All right, I've talked enough about that stuff. Let's get to the words. I wish I had an ad to throw in here. Lamps. Get one. All right, arc sign. A-R-C-S-I-N-E. This is a noun from circa 1889. The inverse function of the sign, uh, as in, if y is the sign of zero, I think that's a zero, uh, it's got the, uh, the line through it, but it's not the normal diagonal line, it's a horizontal line, and I think that's just how they do it in this dictionary. So let's start that over again. If y is the sign of zero, then zero is the arc sign of y. Did you learn something? Now we have arc tangent. This is a noun from circa 1889, the inverse function of the tangent, as in, if y is the tangent of zero, then zero is the tangent of y. I feel like we had a deja vu. 
Now we have the first form of the word Arctic. A-R-C-T-I-C. This is an adjective from the 14th century. One. Where did it go? Uh, This is often capitalized. Of or relating to or suitable for use at the North Pole or the region near it. We have three examples. As in, Arctic waters, Arctic animals, and Arctic clothing. 2A. Bitter cold. Synonym is frigid as in Arctic air. 2b, cold in temper or mood, as in an Arctic smile. You don't want to get an Arctic smile from somebody. Let's look at the etymology. This is from the Middle English Arctic. Arctic, there's no C, A-R-T-I-C. That is from the Latin Arcticus, which is from the Greek Arcticos with Ks. That is from Arctos, A-R-K-T-O-S, which means bear, uh, or Ursa Major, or North, and that is akin to the Latin Ursus, which means bear, Um, and it also mentions the Sanskrit word that I'm not going to try and pronounce, but it looks like it's spelled R-K-S-A. The R and the S both look like they have a dot below them. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming that sounds relatively similar to Ursus or something, but uh, I don't know. Moving on to the second form of Arctic. This is a noun from 1867. A rubber overshoe reaching to the ankle or above. I don't think I've ever heard that before or heard of that form. Now we have Arctic char, two words. This is a noun from circa 1902. A holarctic char of Arctic waters occurring in freshwater or anandromous populations. The scientific name is uh, Salvelinus alpinus or alpinus. Now we have Arctic circle. This is a noun. It is often capitalized. Um, It also says A-N-C, which could stand for Arctic circle, but I don't know where the and comes from. So this is from 1622. The parallel of latitude that is approximately 66.5 degrees north of the equator and that circumscribes the northern frigid zone. And the opposite of that would be Antarctic. Now we have Arctic fox, and there is a picture. Uh, This is a noun from 1772. A small migratory holarctic fox, especially of coastal Arctic and alpine tundra. So I don't know where whole Arctic comes from. They, they basically added uh, an H-O-L to, to the beginning of Arctic. Boy, I am stumbling over my words. Um, so I may have to look that up and see what that is exactly. Uh, the scientific name is Alopex lagopus. Uh, A-L-O-P-E-X-L-A-G-O-P-U-S. And as mentioned, there is a black and white drawing of an Arctic fox which I guess is not that far off from reality because I think the Arctic foxes are white and most of it is white, except for some shading. All right, next we have Arctic hare. Sorry, there was a loud noise somewhere behind me, but I think it was upstairs because I'm in a basement, so that sort of threw me off. Arctic hare is two words. This is a noun from 1842. A gregarious hare of the tundra of Greenland and northern Canada that turns white in winter and is a major food source for Arctic predators, as wolves and snowy owls. 
sorry hares, you get eaten. But that's probably why you mate so quickly, uh, because you get eaten up, and that sucks. Uh, let's see, the scientific name is Lepus arcticus, L-E-P-U-S. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, why are they gregarious? Can you tell me? Do you know why Arctic hares are gregarious? Send me a message. Oh, I was just thinking this morning, I may actually start up uh, an Instagram account. I didn't really think that there would be much of a point to it, um, but I guess technically it might help my exposure. Um, I mean, come on. Not that I need help exposing the dictionary. Everybody knows about it. Uh, so yeah, I might do that. I don't know what I'll post on it, but I might do it. All right, next we have Arctic Tern, T-E-R-N. This is a noun from 1844, a holarctic tern that breeds in Arctic regions and migrates to Southern Africa and South America. The uh, scientific name is Sterna paradisia. Now, let's see, how many words are we going to go? We'll do a couple more, a few more. Uh, All right, next we have Arcturus. Capital A-R-C-T-U-R-U-S. This is a noun from... Does it give me a year? It doesn't give me a year. Uh, this is a giant fixed star of the first magnitude in boots. How do you pronounce that word? Uh, B-O-O-T-E-S, but the second O has an umlaut over it. So is it like booties? I don't know. Anybody uh, probably German might know how to pronounce it. This is from the Greek Arcturos, which literally means bear watcher. There you go. Um, I'm guessing the boots word is it a, um, is that a, uh, oh, why am I blanking on the word? The thing in the sky with the stars. I just talked about it like a few episodes ago. Anyway, let's move on to Arcuate. 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 There we go. Arcuate. Uh, A-R-C-U-A-T-E. Constellation, that was the word. This is an adjective from 1626. Curved like a bow, as in an arcuate cloud. Hmm, that's an interesting example. Uh, Arcuately is an adverb. And the etymology says this is from the Latin arcuatus, which is from the verb arcuare, which means to bend like a bow. And that is from Arcus, which means bow. Ooh, there goes my stomach. I'm hungry. All right, we will do one more for this episode. It is a suffix spelled two different ways. I'm guessing that depends on what comes before it. It can either be A-R-D or A-R-T, ard or art. Uh, Does not give me a year. It means one that is characterized by performing some action, possessing some quality, or being associated with some thing, especially conspicuously or excessively. We have three examples. Braggart, dullard, pollard, P-O-L-L-A-R-D. I have not heard of that one, so I'm curious. Um, what does the etymology say? It says it is, I think, Germanic origin, akin to the Old High German heart, H-A-R-T, that's a suffix, um, and in parentheses, it says, in personal names, such as Gerhardt, um, which would be Gerard. Uh, the, the English, American, whatever name of Gerhardt is Gerard. Um, that's kind of all it says there. 
And then this is from the Old English herd, H-E-A-R-D, which means hard, H-A-R-D. So that is it. What is going to be the word of the episode? Um, I guess Arctic is a good one since there were so many words uh, related to that. And it's a fascinating place. I mean, it's it's super cold. Um, there's not a lot really going on, but somehow there's able to be animals that live in these harsh conditions. So uh, that's pretty interesting. That's going to end the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.